previously on Riffwake. The party finds out that Morris's master is an exemplar, one of the demigods of Darst. They regroup with Minrith and head to Dren to gain information about the demon flask. They are told to take out a fire elemental and almost die in the process, but finally manage to do so. The party was recovering from the events when they come across a drow, much like another they have seen before. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the dungeon master of Riffwake. I'm back, baby! It's Josh, and I play Lupix Montibia, a tiefling druid. I'm Mitch, and I play Minrith, an Elijah Ranger. And I'm Remy, playing Morris Pembroke, Human Barbarian. We hope you enjoy this episode, and welcome to Riffwake. Okay, so when we left off last episode, Morris, Gorif, and Minrith were walking down the streets of Dren, and... Um, Morris noticed a drow that passed them, quite similar to the other drow that they he had encountered earlier. So what's going to happen is you guys are standing there and the drow is just walking away. And suddenly, um, Gorif falls to the ground, holding his stomach and he's, it seems Projectile like his eyes. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's kind of beautiful and then a sort of fucked up way where it, it it just keeps on coming out almost as if he's like an ever full <laughs> ever flowing sauce of puke um so so morris does not immediately rush to help him he'll just turn to minrith and just say i tried to warn him that he shouldn't have drank that much minrith is currently flicking puke off his shoes <laughs> Oh, I'll take care of that for you. you and Morris will magically take care of Minrith is going to just look down at Gorif because he did not see the uh, drow. Say, so do you do you know of a place where we can bring this drunken mess? Uh, just a sec. So I assume that like there will be a circle of people like not wanting to get too close, but around... Pretty much. Oi! <laughs> yeah. Our buddy here had a wee bit too much to drink. Where do we take him? Okay, so he says, Yes, there's the um, Temple of Aureus. Good. Where's that? That way. And he points to its a direction. So, again, Morris will use his uh, amulet of prestidigitation to clean Gorf before he will touch him, and then just firemen carry him in that direction. Can you just shove it, like, in his mouth? Just make him stop. I'd rather not. He's just fountaining up vomit directly upwards, landing back down on his face. <laughs> it's like, ah! I mean, I figure it's more like he's carrying him over his shoulder, oh. and considering that his he's a dwarf, like his hair will pull his head, so it's pointing like straight back, straight backwards. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's not getting on Morris, but it's just like just a, back. A good trail showing where Morris is going. Like in the end of new groove where there's like little lines behind you just to vomit. Like, oh. Actually, so thankfully, prestidigitation, I think, has a 10 foot range. So it's just like vomit clean, vomit clean. <laughs> it's going to take right. y'all six years to get to that temple. <laughs> that necklace is the best thing I ever got. God, this this would just not work if Morris didn't have that. Yeah, your amulet is like fizzling and popping, almost straining from the weight of cleaning it needs to do. Oh, don't break your necklace, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if that breaks, I'm going to be furious at Gorif. Also, also Sil, because he should make better durable stuff. <laughs> better terrible stuff. Durable. Oh, okay. So, as we're walking to the uh, temple of, what'd you say, Orius? Orius. Orius? Yes. Uh, Minerith will kind of just settle up beside Morris and mention that I believe they're probably going to ask for a decent amount of money if we bring him in there. I don't exactly have the funds to pay for a cleansing of this dwarf. So, a couple of things that we could do then. Technically, I could probably afford it. But I don't necessarily trust him to pay me back. So I would say we see if we could use his access collateral, because that'll motivate him real fucking quick. <laughs> Midrith is going to chuckle. He's going to laugh so hard. Uh, he's going to look at Morris and give him a smirk and a curt nod. Okay, so... Um, as you walk, you see this building, right? It's, um, it has large braziers of fire and dwarves are going in and coming out and right in the building that it's quite similar to, um, it has these great pillars that rise up and think of Roman architecture. It's very much that, and it uses, uh, marble a lot and as you enter there's this great large fire in the center and there's a couple um what you assume to dwarf be dwarvish uh priests chanting and uh, adding rocks and other what seem to be rocks into the fire and the fire flares up and yeah is there someone who does not look busy yes uh, there happens to be a like a cleric or some sort leaning against a wall smoking a pipe so I guess Morris will turn to that guy uh, is this the right place to get help for our dangerously drunk friend here well you come to the right place alright the name's Father Cartembre okay can you help yes uh Ah, shit. So much. And he's looking at all the puke that's appearing and disappearing, and he's like, (laughs) uh, give me a second. And he's gonna, uh, say, say, okay, I'm just gonna do this free of charge, so he takes out a black rock 
and he's going to whisper that it's going to turn into fire and he's going to raise it and then the fountain of puke is going to slow down but Garvith still looks pretty um, whistleware and he's going to say well that'll be um, 700 gold the fuck didn't you just say you'll do this for free yeah but I need to heal the rest of them pretty fucked up what yes the free part was just for the puke what's wrong with him well it appears a good friend here uh drunk so much that and he's gonna poke um Gorf, and Gorf's gonna yell out in pain that he seems to fucked up his insides to a point of no return fucking hell Yep, too much good uh, need. So Morris will just turn to Minrith and just uh <clears throat> Personally Mitchell wants to say just drop him on the curb. <laughs> uh Minrith is gonna look at Morris and just shake his head and say we we don't have that kind of coin to spare. We'll just have to wait and see if Lupix ever shows up. Well, Lupix could probably handle some of those internal injuries. Uh, wait, Minerith, can you do a little bit of healing? <laughs> Minerith is going to grimace and give him a like a you know like a yeah, but do I want to? <laughs> kind of like hand gesture. So if we got a little bit of healing magic of our own, would how much would that help? Well, uh, he would still need to rest anyway, so maybe 200. Turn back to Minrith. Minrith is going <clears> to <throat> turn to the father and say, what, what healing can you do for just that 200? Uh, could probably make it so he'd be fine, but he would still need to rest for a while. Yeah, so Minrith's healing is just cure wounds. I don't think it's really going to do anything for uh, severe internal injuries. <laughs> but if it helps and he promises that price? 200's better than 700. Exactly. Minrith is going to look at Morris and say that that's a more reasonable acquisition that we can stand uh, with. So do, do we have to pay before or our payment plans a thing? How does that work? Well, your credit score is not high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make a payment plan. Your rift score isn't high enough. <laughs> your IRR. Well, typically, it's all before we start. However, <laughs> however, if you uh, promise to uh, get, send us donations every so often, um, I'm sure something could be arranged. Could we have you just hold on to something till we can arrange the gold? Hmm. What would that something be? Uh point to the axe holy fuck that's an axe a very nice one uh can i keep it 
That'd be no, nice. That, exchange. The axe is worth more. That would not be fair. Uh, petty. Just, uh, hold on to it until he can wake up and figure out how to get the gold to you. And we'll keep everything fair. Okay. Uh, and he basically takes the axe gives a tight hug and he moves, moves it off to some place and he comes back, gets Gorith and drags him by the foot to wherever he's going to uh, do some healing magic on him. Okay. So does Minrith need to go with to do whatever? Cure wounds, I guess? Yeah, he wouldn't have to. I, I have to? I'm the one healing him? Yeah, so you need to heal him a bit. So that it doesn't cost him. I thought the whole reason the cleric was holding on to the axe was so that it was just the 200. No, it's... And he was going to do the healing. It's you help heal so that it's 200 instead of 700, and then the axe is so that we have time to get the 200 instead of having to pay up front. Oh, all right. Now Minerith will go back there and help pump out this dwarf's stomach. So you find yourself in a, what appears to be a room that is, there's a single, Uh, can I come watch? Sure, whatever. Though it might be a bit gruesome. All right. (laughs) You just see this priest just immediately slam his entire fist into the back of (laughs) Gorf's throat. Like, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> Didn't know a dwarf throat stretched that much. I have the axe back. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, so you find yourself in a, a room with a bunch of fires surrounding it that lights up the place rather brightly and uh, there's a bed located in the center of it. And um, on the ground there's a whole bunch of runes and stuff already. And he's going to place Gorif in the middle of it and he's going to motion for more um, for Minrith to do his healing alright Minrith will walk over and cast cure wounds on Gorif and Gorif grunts and a puke starts flying out of his mouth again but the priest just nods like, this is supposed to happen, and he's going to say, um, okay, uh, that's the most of it. I can finish the rest. You don't need to watch this part. And he pushes you both out out of the room, closes the door, and... <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, As we look behind... <laughs> and you just hear drills. No, you, you, you just hear Let's a the course ass. <laughs> you hear uh, screams and shouts coming from inside, and uh, what appears to be like a found like water, like water kind of liquid splashing everywhere, and then you hear um, the sound of "Ah, fuck!" and um, <laughs> "Get it off me!" <laughs> this enema yeah, isn't so- gonna pump itself. Another <laughs> you, you gotta poke his intestines back through his anus, not out. Anyhow, uh, and you head out. So. 
Goodbye. <laughs> we hear all that noise. Wait, doesn't even like think twice. Doesn't look behind. Just walks away. Just walks out. All right, we're leaving. Dren. Bye. <laughs> so, do we need to like just bring him back to the inn for rest or something? No. The, part of the two hundred is taking care of him until he's fine to go. Well, all right then. <laughs> Just turn the minerith again. So that happened. It was. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that we did like have a reaction as we walked away. <laughs> you walked out. You're done. Hear Gorf getting rammed in the ass. It's just gone. All right. Sorry. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Uh, wait, wait. Oh, no So, um, let's see what has been going on with oh, you. Uh, so, real quick, do we want to just say that mm-hmm. Minrith and Morris just go to the inn for the night to just rest and recharge and then figure out? Okay. Yes. So, in the meantime, Josh, what would Lupix have been doing for the past week? Um,. I imagine that we'll do like a sl- a smash cut of Lupix attempting to train Elizabeth a little bit. He's not strong, so he can't really give her any training in that sense. He's kind of doing a lot more mental training, uh, breathing exercises, uh, lots of like long distance running. Um, he's really been trying to get her to read a little bit more. Could she read before? Uh, a bit, but not that much. He's, he's teaching her to read, teaching her to kind of sharpen not only her, her mind, but also her wit. Um, he, he's just trying to get her to be strong enough. And he's kind of obsessing about it a little bit. Mostly because he doesn't want to see her end up dead. Like there's there's a lot of fear in Lupix right now that everyone around this little girl is is dying kind of thing. And he doesn't want to be in the same position Teresa was in, where the only thing that like that Elizabeth can do is cry and suffer. Like he, he's trying to make her strong enough and that that's basically what he's been doing for the entire week. He's been either grieving or he's been training her. Okay, so sometime uh, during that week, a uh, soldier comes up and Minrev decides to head off first and then you continue training Elizabeth until a certain point where you decide to take Elizabeth and head off towards Dren, right? Mm-hmm. And um, right now it's about it's almost morning and you've arrived at the gates of Dren, these giant doors. And as you head in, you hear the sounds that almost everyone hears when they enter Dren, the sounds of the clanking of gears, the sound of runes flashing with energy. And um, you can see across the city, countless buildings moving up and down between the floors. And it's almost like a 
sky in a sort of way where you see the gems, the shards of arcane on each of these buildings charging and powering every single aspect of the city, blinking and flashing away. And as you head into the inn, uh, you find both Morris and Minrith sitting at a table and eating their breakfast. Uh, Lupix kind of like smiles because he's been away for a while. He missed these guys. Even though they do call him Demon all the time, he doesn't mind. They're, they're, they're pals. So he kind of like smiles and uh, guides himself and Elizabeth over to their table and, and takes a seat. Just kind of motions for the, the waitress or waiter to bring him some breakfast as well. So as you sit down, Morris will just chirp in. Demon! Demon child! Good to see you too. And he'll turn, he'll like look down towards Elizabeth and give like the cheesy grin and thumbs up and just say, I ran into my master the other day and he told me that I was right not to kill you. (laughs) That's good. Lupix looks over at Minworth cackling. That's great. Mendereth is going to order another, uh, it was Silverleaf, correct? The tea that we were drinking? Yes. Uh, order a Silverleaf for Lupix. I'll, yeah, I'll take a sip. It's uh, nice and hot. Don't don't worry about Morris. He's, he's, he's good people. Eh? What? You're good people. Oh, right, right. That also came up. Not... What? Teeth, teeth, teethlings. Yes, that not demon, demon part. I'll be honest, I got a little confused at that part. Mm, It'd be safe to say demon adjacent, I suppose. I don't know that second word. (laughs) We'll call it a toss up. We'll call it a toss up. What? He shakes his head and takes another sip of the tea. <laughs> so Elizabeth's going to um, sit, find a, sit, uh, a seat and she's going to um, sit down and she's going to look at uh, Morris and she's going to say, adjacent, it, it means same, but slightly similar, similar, she's going to say. Oh, why didn't you just say that? Thank you, little, er, little, not? Demon? What? What is the right? What is that damn word? Elizabeth. Then that probably more polite. Pardon me. Her name's Elizabeth. And he'll just like offer her a piece of bacon. Want some? Yeah, that'd be nice. And she's going to take it and start nibbling at it. <laughs> Wait, the meat thing is real, right? That's not gonna. What? It's not like what? dogs and grapes. <laughs> Mendrith is going to like look over to Morris to just give him a really quizzical look. Lupix is going to look over at Mendrith like, what have you been telling him? What? What? This, <laughs> this wasn't me. No, like, meat. It's like, you said before that, you know, given her jerky was okay, and I'm just making sure that meat is good. It's not going to kill her like grapes kill dogs. She has a similar digestive system to a human. All right, good. We just prefer spicier foods. Mm, more so like make a face at that. <laughs> but that's more of a cultural thing, I think, than a biological thing. Minerith is going to lean over to Morris and just ask, 
what dogs have you killed with grapes? I haven't, but that's a thing. That is a real okay. thing. You guys know that, right? Right, but like, I can imagine our characters just like, why were you feeding a dog grapes? <laughs> <laughs> There's no proof. You- <laughs> <laughs> That's why Minrith asked, because, like, I'm assuming you just, Morris, figured this out by experience. (laughs) He's like, did you not also give your dogs clusters of grapes when they were young? (laughs) And then they fell ill? (laughs) Times where I just love Morris. (laughs) Minrith is going to look at Lupix and mention to him... There's an under part of the city that I want to visit. There's an under part to the under city? Respect. Technically, this isn't an under city. I thought we were in a, are we in a cavern? Or uh, what are, where are we? Kind of, yeah. So you are in a, so Dren, it's actually a, think of it as a large cavern with multiple levels that are entirely mm-hmm. made of buildings and um, mechanical pavements that have been stitched together. So effectively the ground level is known as level tree. And you guys are on the ground level level tree where most of the inns are. So it's the ground level is level three below that level two below that level one. Then below that is Undren. Undren. Yeah. And mm. Undren is like miles upon miles below level one. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and uh, level four has like fancy gardens and stuff. That's just something to know. So that's oh, the yeah. penthouse level. Hmm? So four is the penthouse level. Pretty much. It's just like gardens, touristy stuff. Yeah. Minerth is going to add on. It's do we- do we- probably not a place for you or Elizabeth, but I just figured I would inform you of where I'm going to be. Lupus kind of nods a couple of times. He's like, well, you know, I've always got your back if you feel like you need me. Minerth will nod at that and then continue drinking his silver leaf. I imagine we both take a sip of silver leaf at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's that like... Like an unconscious decision that when you see somebody else drinking a similar <laughs> drink to you, you drink at the same time, which is a psychological thing that actually happens. Exactly. Like, so you see Menrith go to take a sip and you just unconsciously also take a sip at the same time. And we're just like, yeah. <laughs> just a small break in the conversation for a little sip. So as they're chatting and sipping, can we also just say that Morris is not at all paying attention as just trying to like entertain elizabeth (laughs) yeah sure oh and the dwarf is dying from alcohol poisoning right now did his liver finally fail is he on the transplant list there was a lot of vomiting but the healer said that he'll take care of it (laughs) kind of nods probably for the best uh, How much gold does Lupix have? You dumb, I don't know. Are you asking in character? Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, he has no, an amount use, of gold. We, we wouldn't use Lupix's money. No. Yes. Gorf has to earn his liver back. <laughs> so that'll make like Morris have the 
you know, light bulb idea reaction, and he'll just turn to Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Yes? Do you remember that dwarf who was with us for a while? Ah, yes, the nice, no, that dwarf. Yes, he's a boisterous, he's an energetic guy, but uh, don't do anything you see him do. It's not safe. So you don't want me to drink constantly? Duh. Oh, you already know that lesson. Good. And just pat her on the head. You're ahead of a lot of other people. Lupix like leans over and he goes, don't do anything you see us do ever, with the exception of breathing. Mendoza is going to lean over the table and just say, you can drink moderately. Wait, how old are you, Elizabeth? Um, I'm 10. Okay, good. So you're probably smart enough then for the most part to know what to and not to do that you see us do. Wait, did that come out right? Mostly. Okay. And he'll just like turn down to Elizabeth and okay? Okay. Okay. Lupix just gives her a thumbs up. Uh, Minerth is gonna just go speaking of stands up I'm gonna head out for a bit Yeah, it's gonna take a half a day just to get to Undren so don't worry too much you can come with Morris if you want I was just informing Lupix and Elizabeth that it's not exactly a place for them to go okay um, as a DM I'm gonna say (laughs) things are gonna happen at Undren one may not want to be there alone. Is Undren notoriously racist against tieflings, or is it just dangerous? Ah, it's just fucking dangerous, because okay. it's down there in the mines, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Um, Lupix will kind of, like, finish off his tea. There was only a couple of sips left. And he nods, and he says, I think it's best if we go together into the deep dark. But Elizabeth should probably stay in daycare. I don't know. Is there a daycare here? <laughs> what? I need a babysitter. Elizabeth. <laughs> I need to hire a babysitter. Menrith is going to go over to Elizabeth, hand her his key, and tell her his room number and say, just while we're gone, go upstairs into our room. There will be food and drink up there for you. Just keep practicing what Lupix has been teaching oh. you. Do you like magic? Yeah, it's 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 very cool. Alright. I have an idea then. And he'll take off his necklace and just Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think this is a little too uh, irrational to be <laughs> I have pre- giving away our I have prestigitation to place. <laughs> Oh, all, right. all right, we're good. Never mind, you're good. <laughs> and he'll just put the necklace and he'll just like hold it for a moment and then just like open his hand and just have like illusion of dice. Close his hand, open his hand, illusion of himself. Close his hand, open his hand, illusion of her. And just like do a few little magic-y things that prestidigitation can. And then just say... This weird but nice elf I met made this thing for me. So while it's on you, you can do little magic-y things. So good thing to practice and play with while you're in there. 
Wow, it, it's it's so cool. And she's going to uh, take it, look at it, examine the uh, facets of the glass, and uh, she she definitely seems to find it pretty. And she wears it and um, tries to do something with it, and then it doesn't exactly work. And she looks a bit disappointed. <laughs> No, no, like, try this. Uh, and he'll just, like, drink almost the entirety of whatever he's drinking and then just pour the last few drops onto the table. Just point your hand at that, focus, and just think, clean! And uh, she's going to try to do so, and you hear her, like... <laughs> and then slowly, uh, you see... Um, her strain, but then the droplets disappear, and she opens her eyes, and she's like, "You did it!" <laughs> and she celebrates. And yeah, Morris will just hold out his enormous hand for a high five. Lupix claps. Yeah, and she gives Morris the high five. But it is a very shiny thing, so if you ever have to step out of the room, keep it tucked in. Okay. And she's going to run upstairs so that she can play with it. You think we should find a babysitter? Mendrith oh, is going to look at Lupix. Lupix asks, like, as we're walking out the front door. <laughs> she's a smart enough girl. Right. That's smarter than I was at that age, that's for damn sure. Very smart. Plus, oh, does she even know what happened to Sarah? Yeah, she was at the funeral. Uh, to who? Half-elf girl. Yeah, she was right so there. Minerth is gonna, Minerth is gonna she? say she. Yeah. She knows the dangers of this world now. She'll be cautious. She watched her mother get beaten to death with rocks. I think she knew the dangers of this world for a long time. Yeah. Yep, she does. So I don't think she's gonna be walking out of that room without like you by her side. Smart kid. <laughs> Also, just to nods. be on the safe side, say that we left some rations in the room for her. Yeah, she starts yeah, and dies in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It appeared like, you know, just some time dilation bullshit. I mean, considering it takes half a day just yeah, to get to Andren, so it'll take a full day just for her. A roundabout trip that's plus true. whatever so, we do there. Yeah, so the walk and say, you know, we'll be back in say three days and leave supplies for her. I mean, yeah. Do we? I don't know what tiefling kids are like. Do we need anything else for her to keep occupied? I've given her some practices that I expect her to be doing while I'm gone. Oh, such a stern parent. She'll be diligent in her training. All right. And I gave her a thing to play with. I mean, she's 10. How long is she going to train? He kind of like shrugs. I don't know. She's 10 and traumatized. Point. So she can play. She can train. She should be good then. Kind of nods. All right, then. So what the fuck are we doing now? I look over at Minrith. It's an elevator that we take to get to Undren, correct? One of the, like, really shitty ones in the back. Yeah, so what, I, what I'd say is you're currently on level 3, so you guys head towards the lift and um, you enter it. 
Uh, there's another inn there. It's more of a tavern. It's just a bar and people drink and sit and look out the windows out as the building moves its way down. It stops for a while at the second level. You can see the um, build the buildings move about um, buildings coming out of the forges and like the bare frames of buildings before they get decorated and works on to become proper structures and it stops and then a um, couple people a uh, couple dwarves get off and then it goes back down and then is there an androgynous voice level two residency industrial no, it's more of like uh, the guy who runs this lift think think of lifts more as like um privately owned buses so effectively the guy who owns it just runs it every hour or so and he makes earnings based off on people drinking on it and the payment fee to get onto it. So yeah, he just calls out, well, it's level two, everyone get off. Uh, and people get off and he's going to say, okay, uh, it's time to go. And he's going to press a rune. The rune's going to light up. You see a bunch of gems flash and it's going to lower itself down to level one. Level one is the res residential district where most of the buildings are rather stationary except when people plan on changing house and they, because it being the city of Dren, you don't need to move where you live. You just need to move where you live to where you live. Oh. So yeah, quite nice. So the building comes to, a, the lift comes to a stop and the doors open and it's gonna say everyone off it's level one so how do we get from here to Undren? so Undren is we jump but i just throw myself off the edge lupix no, finds himself falling typical lupix well, what I turn myself into a fish at the very end. I'm fine. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> what you find is um, right in the center of the... Okay, so the lifts open up at... So think of the, the main street, right, as a plus shape. And the center of that plus is just giant pit with long metal... And so from that giant pit, there's this... Um, sort of frame that extends out and seems to be the top where the and there are like um there seem to be machines that will lock into place once the elevator comes up so currently it's not quite time yet but it's coming up soon you need to hurry um and you head towards this pit and looking down you see that there's this immense blackness and you can see right off far in the distance each of the walls of this um shaft this immense shaft that encompasses everything underneath the entire city it's just pitch black down really deep below you can see tiny bits of light coming up 
and then you hear it. It's this ungodly shaking and shuddering where you, it's like, and um, the thing is shaking. You hear uh, the metal sort of screaming and wailing and this monstrosity of engineering of rune work come up. It's an ugly, ugly thing. It seems to be basically they're like, fuck it. We're going to shove everything we can onto it to try and make it work. And somehow this odd structure manages to move up and down and it comes up and the locking mechanism runs into place and supports this structure and immense bouts of black smoke are going to come out from it. Um, the, a bunch of doors I'm going to get off and the doors are open and the elevator has arrived. Well, that was neat. Uh, Menrith steps on. Horus steps on. Okay. We leave Lupix behind because he did not define that he was stepping on. <laughs> As you enter the elevator, okay, can somebody roll me a history check? I really was excited. Oh, what's my history? I don't, I don't think history. it's that good. It's zero. <laughs> You're up, Menrith. <laughs> All right, um, Menrith's rolling. Yes. That's a five. You know nothing of this, but what it seems like is there are seats, rather well-cushioned seats, uh, and there's a lot of rune work everywhere, and there seem to be straps on the seats. Now, are you guys going to put on these straps? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how feeble do these straps look? They look rather worn, and like... Yeah, not not the best, anyhow. Minrith uses his own rope to tie him down. Okay. Uh, yes, Rem. Oh, uh, yes, Josh. What? Oh, sorry, wrong. Re- Remy, Remy. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wait, I didn't sorry, say anything. Sorry. Yeah, both of you sound similar. If I don't, if you're not speaking at the same time. Uh, no, but whatever. Uh, is Morris's size an issue with this at all? Well, it might be a bit, but it'd be like, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Cut out. Oh, uh, do they have big and tall seats? I mean, still by so with yes. Minrith looks over to Morris and hands him another uh, piece of hempen rope and just says you should probably tie yourself off all right then as he ties himself off as well and uh other dwarves come and they strap themselves in i assume lupix is going to strap himself in and what's going to happen is yeah you hear a ringing and then you hear a loud whistle and the door slams shut and then you all fall You go streaking down the shaft. The metal uh, is basically blistering red outside. You can see it, um, countless sparks flying off it as it uh, 
rubs against the rail the rails on which it is on and it flies downwards all you can feel is your stomach basically trying to push whatever you ate prior out can you guys show me a constitution <laughs> that's not uh, too shabby con, con save or flat save <laughs> hey oh, i could be doing worse okay so all of you managed to pass and the ride is rather bumpy and nauseous but <laughs> it takes about maybe half an hour of this so it's really uncomfortable it's a half hour of a fall of pure drop yes yikes fuck's sake where are we the earth's core <laughs> passes the fuck out <laughs> jesus lupix dies of old age <laughs> <laughs> so with what morris rolled can we just say that apparently morris is an <laughs> adrenaline junkie he's just sitting there he's like yeah yeah let oh, me go again bring me back up <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Okay. <laughs> so, after about 25 minutes in this, uh, there's this, you, you can see the runes begin to flash in a complex array and your fall begins to slow as whatever motors and the the thing that's powering this machine starts powering itself back up and resisting against the force of gravity that has been sending this thing down. And in about five minutes, it comes to a slow stop and the doors open and you find yourself in Undren. Now, Undren, the way it looks is effectively... Think of it like houses carved out of stone. So almost everything, it seems to be part of a... So if you move ahead, it's this white expense of nothing. It's just this expense of nothing. It's just a straight up flat square area. But outside of that, you see these large tunnels heading outwards. And the walls, they are covered in these small tiny holes where lights come out and you presume that down these tunnels are other tunnels to these buildings that were built straight into this uh, rock face. So where are we going? I look over to Minrith. Minrith doesn't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) You just heard about this place. What are we doing down down here? What? <laughs> Are we looking for that drow that had the arcane shards? None of you know what he's Minerith talking is about. Gonna look at, I have no clue what he's talking look about. Look at Morris and give him like a eye shoot, like drow arcane shards. What? What are you talking about, I, Morris? Yeah, right before Gorov had his illness, there was a drow. You didn't see that? I thought he had alcohol poisoning. He's ill. Alcohol poisoning well, I mean, is an illness. <laughs> the illness is the mental health that led to his drinking yeah. in the first place. Uh, Mendrith is going to question Morris more. Uh, no, I 
was more focused on the puke bag that was on the floor in front of us. Fair enough. But yeah, right before that, there was a drow. She had arcane shards with her, like out in the open? Or was it a male or female? He or she? <laughs> uh, it was a male drow. <laughs> okay. Uh, male drow. How do you know they had arcane shards? Does it matter that we know arcane shards? I see the back of Aren't them. Aren't they super rare? Are they? We seem to stumble across them all the fucking I, I, time. I don't know. I, I assume they were rare, but I don't know if they are rare. Here's the thing. I think that they are, Morris just doesn't realize <laughs> that. Yeah, they are rare. It's just that you guys just seem to have stumbled upon, uh, upon like, people and places that happen to have them. Like, okay, these drow are collecting these for a reason. For some reason or another, I shan't tell you yet. Um, mm-hmm. And it just happens you just stumble across these drow while they're carrying these payloads and you're just like, oopsie. And holy shit, that's a lot of really rare shit. Okay. Also, another thing to, yeah. also, another thing to note is that Dren in particular is... You, you know every single... Um, Thing. What what's powering all of these magical buildings and stuff? It's these shards. So they're rare, well, but they're not like the, hype. They're like diamonds in rarity. They're not super we're about rare. To fucking, we're about to shut Dren down. Oh, so Dren is going to be Undren, and Undren is going to be really Undren. Oh yeah, especially when I'm done gathering these fucking <laughs> crystals. No, um. What do you know more of the appearance of this drow that you saw? I mean, drow, pointy ears, suspicious looking drow. Well, that's um, that's your own biases going through there. Okay, so one thing. Wait, wait. <laughs> Can somebody roll me a intelligence? Right, a flat intelligence. Can I do it just for funsies? I'm not. <laughs> I hope. All right. I mean, everyone else is a plus three. Thank fucking goodness you succeeded. Okay. (laughs) So, Minro, thinking you realized that, considering um, what time it was when Goro fell down and puked everywhere, the only um, elevator the drow could have taken was this one. Oh, I looked to left and right for a, a drow. Oh, roll a perception. You're the one that said our friend. <laughs> so, the reason Minerth was asking more is for a description of the drow is because I can assume and use my favorite enemy uh, ability where I can get uh, advantage on survival checks to track my enemy. What races are your favorite? Elves. I think it's humanoids. humanoids. Oh, oh wow, that's when it's humanoids, you have to pick two. Ah, uh, okay. And I don't believe it gave me an option to pick for sub races of elves. Uh, it's technically yeah, just it elves, count, which otherwise I would have picked officially. specifically Eladrin rather than just elves. Oh, so. <laughs> so, just for curiosity's sake, what are your two elves and what? Humans. Good picks. <laughs> Tieflings are a-okay in, in Minrith's uh, book. Technically, elves, humans, and sylvans, but I don't know 
I, I think I just picked Sylvan as a language, but it also counts towards a favorite enemy. It's just it's oh yeah, weird you're just supposed to pick the language of the enemy or yes. just a language really. So Fae, aren't Sylvan's yeah. Fae? So are Sor Elves. So it's okay. like an ancient Fae kind of language and shit like that. So he knows Elvish and Old Elvish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He knows Elvish and Shakespearean version of Elvish. Uh, actually, wait, 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 wait. Let me finally <laughs> be able to spring it out. You know Grand Alvin. Grand Alvin is the basically the hosh posh language they use in court. And basically so what they... So inst- instead of Sylvan, uh, Grand Gren Elvin? Grand, Grand Elvin. Elvin. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So there's high elven, low elven, grand elven, <laughs> and then the one above grand elven is super posh. <laughs> one mega above elven. Yeah, grand yeah, elven is Minrith. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> elf. Okay, so what, am, would I be capable of rolling my survival checks to look for said person? I just looked around for a teeth, uh, for a, a, a drow. It was just like Look left, look right. Okay, so yes, you would so be. Basically, uh, I'm kind of just doing like a survival check because, uh, basing off of Morris's, it's a black elf. <laughs> basically, is what he said. Okay. He said it's a shifty so, drow. Well, well, all drows are shifty, uh, really. Uh, so Minrith is just going. That's your own bias is speaking through. To <laughs> make like a survival check to find like conglomerate of drow in the undren well how many people were on okay. that elevator with us yeah. about 200 ah. how many of them were drow here's the thing looking around and how many of them had uh shards in their pockets looking around you realize something that um, multiple draw and they're all dressed in similar ways they're all wearing the same bag and they they're walking in unison and they're about okay yep. so <laughs> counting you think there's about 11 drow one of which uh, seems slightly stronger than the rest <clears throat> so, um, what do you all want to do Minrith is gonna kind of just get right up close to Morris and casually not too obvious point out the drow that looks stronger than the rest and say was it that one was it that one he seems like a capable uh, Nathan was it that one yes it was but they all but, are dressed uh, the same kind of look the same and they all, to me blue pigs like blinks twice I mean, like, they're all wearing cloaks and shit come on <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm a nice guy. Min- Minrith is going to say, then we follow that one. And we follow. I will stay a decent distance okay. behind and what are we I'll make do? all the checks that we need to. Can you roll me a stealth? I absolutely fucking can. Just Minrith. Minrith. Minrith is a stealthy motherfucker. And you follow for the, <laughs> for the audience, Minrith wrote a crit. <laughs> Stealthy motherfucker! So you continue following them, and 
they lead one of the branching tunnels and it enters into a larger cavern and you continue uh, are you gonna continue yeah so they're just gonna continue moving tracking almost and yeah I think we're following them, waiting to see like if one of them like checks their backpacks and they have the crystal shard. That's the thing. Why would they check like, their backpacks? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that like we don't want to just attack random drow on the street. So I think we're waiting for them to make a move, and it seems like you're waiting for us waiting. to Minrith is waiting for him to go to a cache of more arcane crystals. <laughs> oh. And more so drow. So Minrith is closer to keep an eye on them, and Lupix and Morris are just further back. Yeah. So Morris will turn to Lupix. What exactly are we trying to do here? It seems like the individuals who have poisoned, apparently, Gorif are this group of drow... <laughs> I like how Lupix thinks that the drow <laughs> poisoned Gorif. <laughs> he, it, 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 that's what it made it sound like. It's like not only was he drunk off his ass, he was also poisoned. And I was like, okay, that explains why they had to go to the doctor. <laughs> that's so funny. Shit, did they poison him? You're kind of thought that's what they did. Of it now. <laughs> that kind of makes it better for the situation where Minerith is just trying to get greed. <laughs> like, He's for greed. Out. And, and everybody is else convinced. is like, convinced is a greater conspiracy abroad. Lupus <laughs> huh. like, I'm guessing this is some sort of revenge for Minrith for attacking a, a comrade. You obviously don't know Minrith that well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So I still have a few of those drow poisons that I took off of that elite back when. How do I use that? Uh, <laughs> Drink it. <laughs> for a weapon, but like, do we say it lasts for a minute, I think? Yeah, we do. Basically okay. one combat. So can't just do it early. Okay. okay. Good to know. So... They're going to continue forward, and what's going to happen is... Uh, let me see what I have written. Oh, God. <laughs> I could... Okay, give me one moment. Actually, I may fuck up your plan. Oh, no. My plan or Nathan's plan? Yes. That's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Both? Yes. Morris just yells down the tunnel Hey Menrith, I have poison for you to use against that drow you're following right now Morris is going to catch up to Menrith not stealthily and Roll just, stealth. I, oh. I, <laughs> He just said not stealthily he doesn't, He's not even, he's not even trying Disadvantage because I'm not trying Okay, go ahead. Oh, so 13. Oh you know, 13's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 13 could be worse. All right. Wait, why is your stealth plus five? Because, High uh, yeah, good dex, and I'm, I am trained in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's a dexy barb. Not, not bad, yeah. So, continue. All right. So, uh, walk up towards Minrith, and then when level... I got this, and start walking forward. Minrith is going to go wide-eyed and like try to grab at Morris. Oh, <laughs> oh are you going to do that? Oh, yeah. 
face palm so hard. They are going. Spendrith is gonna whip around the Lupix and just hold his hands and like, what the fuck? Lupix is like twenty feet behind him and he's like, he's doing that face that you make whenever you're like smiling with all teeth. Not not a happy smile, but a oh god, oh. <laughs> And, and, uh, just, what the actual fuck <laughs> drops his sword and points it at the lead elf and says are you the drow that poisoned my dwarf buddy <laughs> oh god and what's going to happen is instantly this group of 11 drow <laughs> shoot us, us dead you fucked us <laughs> no so five of these draw are going to stay there. The other six are going to run ahead. And then ahead, right, you see multiple tunnels and each are going to take one and they all split off. And these six, one of them being the strong one, is going to turn around and a couple are going to run towards you. So I have the map up and I'm going to bring in the draw. Oh, I just asked him a question. <laughs> Morris. Morris says that to Minerus. Morris. Minerus is just like staring at him in disbelief. <laughs> oh, fuck. You are this Minerus is probably not. I mean, I'm really glad that you did that, but at the same time, what the fuck? <laughs> I made a mistake. That's no good. <laughs> I done goofed. Yeah, there's something to do with the map. I'll fix it. Just drag yourself or something to it. And I will find a suitable place to put the prow that is close enough where I can hit Minrath and... <laughs> but, <laughs> but I am behind Gorith, so... <laughs> Gareth, what? what? I can never remember. remember. Yeah, you're just like, however, for some unknown reason, almost like a godlike power makes him turn around and run past Minrith down the other tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) That never seems to work for me. Okay. Journal Um, Morris. The journal at the top is the character tab, and you drag Morris Pembroke onto the field. It doesn't let me drag him. It just tries to highlight. Is there any permission thing? That did it. Yes, I was trying to drag the token. Oh, that's... I don't uh, If you drag okay. just, just the I name. as picture, but it didn't show that. He might be doing it wrong. Well, that's probably It's very possible. <laughs> okay, so uh, Morris was... Up front when he called. So it's probably just gonna get filled with all the arrows. <laughs> Alright, well, yeah. these guys are pretty close. Morris. Morris. <laughs> so that's a no for him answering my question. We're going right to combat. <laughs> Every arrow in the world. <laughs> Just asked you a question. Just give me a second. I got to double check some stuff to make sure that I can do a thing later. Okay, so. <laughs> Boosting knowledge. 
<laughs> Oi shoots you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh um, dear. <laughs> I want um, everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> I refuse. No, I'm just kidding. I will. Oh, big boy only look. Oh, all right. Really glad that every time I roll initiative, it's really low. <laughs> What did I do? I don't see myself. Oh. A 13. That could be worse. Wait, why is my token not up? I selected my token when I press the initiative button. All right, well, just select your token, roll again, and then type in 13. <laughs> or keep the 18. So, no. I think you oh, still, still might go first. first yeah. Hey! <laughs> Aww. Wait, what's his dex mod? What's his dex mod? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, that's just going to us. No, actually, okay. Lupix, Lupix. Lupix, you get to go first. Lupix puts his hands together and summons eight wolves. (laughs) Right here. Wait, are you serious? (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Okay. He basically puts his hand together and begins to chant something, and all of a sudden this like weird swirling mist appears behind the elves, and out of the mist you hear this ethereal howl, and these spirit-like wolves that are actually fey emerge from the, the, uh, the, the mists. And then I say, kill them. Minerva's gonna turn to Lupix and be like, when the fuck did you do this? <laughs> I learned it last week. And their initiative is 12. All of their initiatives is 12? Yeah, you you roll for them as a group for their initiative. This is going to make combat like six times as long. That's only six wolves. (laughs) I can't even shut up. Do you have oh, a wolf sheet, Lupix, Josh? I do. I have it right next to me, yeah. They probably only have, like, what, 16 health or something? They probably have less. They have, like, 12? 11. But that's that's 88 hit points that we got additionally. They all pop in with looks of display on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> they start killing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Minerva then looks to uh, Lupix and goes, You're, You guys are really depressing friends. <laughs> I'm my depressing friends. Also, that's only six. Wait, how many? Eight. Oh, fuck. That's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Also, a quick aside for our regular listeners of Rifts and Rules, you may notice that this tilts the action economy more firmly to our <laughs> side of the battle. <laughs> and I'm for tilted. you regulars here. I'm tilted. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I yell at the wolves to kill them all, and then I turn into a bear. Jesus. So <laughs> these. Wolves count as friendly targets. Yeah, they're friends. They're friendly creatures. Don't don't need to use the yeah. fucking Gorf as oh. an advantage token anymore. Oh man, not to mention the wolves there. have pack tactics, so they all get advantage anyway. 
Yeah. Right, but I the need wolves are friendly, so two, all the two flanking. guys flanking to get advantage, don't yeah. I? For yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need uh, you to be a really strategic, dumb barbarian. That I can do. <laughs> a really strategically stupid barbarian. Okay, I, I okay. I, I just need to double check one thing: is uh, who controls the wolves? Me. Uh, okay, he gives like, like controls orders, which and movement wise. Is you right? So, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Lupix, it, that, that's your turn, right? Uh, yes. I transformed into a brown bear and summoned eight wolves. Okay, I guess that's all. What? I cast fireball behind them. <laughs> oh yeah, I should probably move. Uh, I'll move right there. Oh yes, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the plan. I'm basically here to absorb so like a hundred hit points of damage. Mm-hmm. This draw. <laughs> okay, let's let's just real quick look at my sting and hope that I can find some kind of bullshit <laughs> AOE attack. <laughs> he casts fireball. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> <laughs> Minrith yells over to the dro. If you pay me any in uh, arcane stones, I got some AOEs to kill those wolves for you. <laughs> okay. So what's going to happen is that the drow will cast darkness. Hey. I have no. How am I going to keep track of this? It's going to be a pain. Uh, you can make a little aura. How do I do that? What, what, what's, he, what's he casting the darkness on? That's the thing I'm not too sure. Uh, on. Like, how much is the bargain? Draw a square. Like, he can cast it like on his, on his weapon and then just make a 20 foot radius uh, aura yeah. around him. Yeah, is, it, sounds- is it 20 foot? Is darkness 20 foot? Darkness is 60 feet. Radius? I'm not sure. It says range. No, that's range. Oh, range. Yeah. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. Okay. Yeah. So it makes a 30 foot circle. Mm. So that would be. <laughs> I irritate myself now. So it looked like this. I just draw a circle. Uh, if it was centered on me. Well. Huh, that, that'd be a good idea. So. That's why I can't even. How, how do you do that? So if you go to. Uh, if you double left click your character, there's a thing called Aura on the bottom. And if you just type in 30 feet, it'll make a 30 foot radius circle. Uh, I see. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And you can do that for basically any token. So that's the darkness. And as a movement, he's going to. Run up here. Uh, I don't see anything. What do you mean? If you drew a thing, I don't see it. Can you see my yellow thing? Yeah. Can you see my black thing? Nope. No. No. I also can't see uh, blue pixels. Oh, maybe maybe there's a, a a thing that you have to write down that says like can be seen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I found it. Okay, now it should be. Yeah. There we go. All right, I'll get rid of mine. Thanks. Uh, that's too big. That is too big. Oh, the radius is wrong. Sorry. Uh, six feet wide. Yeah, it's a 15-foot radius, 30-foot diameter. Yeah. 
Yeah. There we go. What a guy. And that lasts for like, what, so, a minute? <laughs> uh, darkness can last up to 10. Yep. And that's disadvantage for attacks <laughs> against the people inside it, correct? Well, it's it's advantage and disadvantage because um, you're blind, but so is your opponent. So it just cancels each other out. What's uh, like the wording of that. darkness? Um, magical darkness spreads from a point you choose within a range of 15 feet. Darkness spreads around the corners. A creature with dark vision can't see through this darkness and non-magical light can't illuminate it. Okay, that's all I really want to uh, know. Actually, give me a sec. Hmm. <clears throat> so in that case, the dragon okay. or I can wait, 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 wait. No, actually, action. Once an action's been made, I'm not going to change it. Okay, so <laughs> he casts darkness, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't see." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, goddamn it, mistakes. And then um, this one is going to basically move out here. And it's going to use Thank a you. hand crossbow, which I'm going to make so that it's visible from now on. <laughs> Thank you. It's appreciated. I, I respect you. So let's roll to hit a wolf. 16 full damage. That'll hit a wolf and hurt it. Can I select the wolves? Yeah, choose yeah, a... No, yes, no, I'll, I'll, I'll have to do it myself. I'll, I'll just pick the closest. Actually, which one do you want me to do? Heart. Just do the one that's closest to him. I guess that makes sense. Mm. What the hell am I even asking you about it? I can just <laughs> do it myself because he's shooting it. What, what, uh, <laughs> which uh, one do you want me to murder? <laughs> oh yeah, it's that time where I asked uh, Minroth to roll the damage on Sarah just to <laughs> fuck with him. Okay, so... Alrighty then. Um... He's going to take a his um, to move up to the rest of his movement guy. and move back into the darkness. Uh, rage and reckless attack because Mars, <laughs> my fucking dog. <laughs> and let's see if I can hit good. Uh, seven. Oh, I, just a second. I was supposed to do advantage, so let me just re-roll in case of crit. Or does that much damage just kill him and I shouldn't bother? Oh, good. That hits. So, for my second attack, because level five, uh, I'm going to target kill him and the you should area bother. <laughs> where the guy walked back in. Yeah, you know, 35 oh, damage, no, no biggie. Blind, but also darkness, so literally blind. So that would be disadvantage normally. But because I'm using reckless attack, I would have advantage. So cancel to a normal attack. Uh, 20 should hit him or 35 damage. I love Morris. <laughs> and that's my turn. Nearly a crit. What the fuck? The stupid. Uh, for the record, wolves have advantage on perception if they need to try to track in the dark. Okay. No, it's the wolf. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wolf is going to run in. Mm hmm. Woo! I mean, they can smell, right? So. Keen hearing and smelling. Mm hmm. Yeah. Do you want me to roll for the wolves and you just move them up? 
Yes. Yeah, right, so wolf, wolf number one. Uh, this is with disadvantage on account of the darkness, right? Mm. All right. Two D twenty. KL one. Are wolves smart enough to flank? And uh, that's a first one's a nine. Well. Something tells me that's not going to hit. <laughs> Next wolf. That's right. Pack tactics. Yay. Okay. This one. He's going to run forward like right here. They're pack animals. They're not super smart enough to flank, but being five feet away from another wolf gives them advantage regardless. So this one does not have disadvantage. Crit. Ignore okay. that second 20. Oh, it. Uh, slash R. Uh, 4D4 plus 2. 14 damage. Damn, Wolves MVP. They will bite into the next Next wolf. <laughs> Run forward. Okay. The wolf runs forward towards the elite draw warrior. That just about hits. Alrighty. 2d4 plus 2. 6 damage. And he needs to make a strength saving throw. So, saving throw, strength, something. He rolls a five. He's knocked prone. I, I thought I thought the like five plus, okay. and I was so like waiting to hear the rest of the sentence. So I was like, mm-hmm. so he's prone. <laughs> it's just like okay. Um, give me a second. Here, right. How much damage does is is Six. dealt to him? <laughs> They're just like ah, wolves everywhere. Okay. This wolf's gonna run here and attack this warrior. Okay. Prone now. But there's already advantage and disadvantage being applied, so shrug. Yeah, that means nothing happens. Yeah. Alright, the next one's gonna attack the Elite Drow Warrior. 17. That's not right. The next wolf is gonna run up and attack the Elite Drow Warrior. 21. Hit. 10 damage. The next wolf is going to run up and attack the Elite Drow Warrior. Okay. Eight. The That's next wolf is going to run up and attack the Not Elite Drow Warrior. Nineteen. Okay. Hits. Seven damage. Make a Constitution saving throw and a um, uh, and a Strength saving throw. He's prone. Come on. No! <laughs> Drop darkness, you bastard! And this one's gonna run here and also attack the uh, the, the one in the darkness. They're all in the darkness. Okay. 16. Uh, 5 damage. Uh, and then another constitution saving throw. Uh, please, 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 please. No! <laughs> That's okay. that's enough to keep the darkness up. That's lame. So, okay, go ahead. You can you can target who's the right center now? of darkness. It's a wolf fiesta. The attack. All the wolves well, just went. So well, it is now with all the, can't do anything. it being surrounded that ought to yep. cancel. So Shoot. regular Wait, give, me a sec. give me a second to cycle through all these to... dogs. <laughs> okay. Min Rayon is not oh, yet. There we go. go. Okay. There you go. So Minrith can't do anything. <laughs> Unless you want a sharpshooter it with disadvantage. That's true. 
All right. Well, I guess Menrith will attack the center of the darkness. Kind of hoping he doesn't hit Lupix, but at the same time... <laughs> Wouldn't it be worth it, though? So... <laughs> It's just a normal longbow attack, correct? <sighs> mm-hmm. Fuck it. Nearly wow. a crit. Almost a crit. 14 damage to the non-elite elf. And, and he says, oh, not a constitution saving throw. <laughs> the, the elite drow looks, looks up from the ground that he's sitting on, surrounded by wolves biting him, and he's all alone so in the light. A hunter, I can use Horde Breaker, which allows me to make another attack against an enemy that was five feet and like basically right next to the enemy that I just hit with the same weapon attack, which will be Sharpshooter. I'm assuming 10 does not hit the elite Drow. All right, and then I will make my second attack. Oh, should I have rolled that with advantage? Uh, It's whatever. I'll just. Oh wait, no, he's prone, right, so you have disadvantage, cool, cool, so it's cool. normal. So, yeah, I forgot he's prone. Again. Does a twenty hit? Seventeen uh, piercing damage. <laughs> uh, I'll have you know that indeed a twenty is. You can hear how depressed Nathan is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nathan. At least it's your turn now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it stands up and is mauled by a wolf and a bear. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, he does have a, a wolf like literally like tearing at his leg? So, what's going to happen is huh, he's going to cost levitate. One of the dog. Have you okay? Have any of you had a dog that was very poorly behaved but also small, Love where they like, grabbed onto feet. your blue jeans and you lifted your leg up, and the dog went with the blue jeans, just like just a little bit, just like kind of dangling in the air, but just it's the strength of their down. teeth. I'm sorry. What? I like to imagine that's what's happening with one of the wolves. Have medical video. You said you okay. had, um, that's a move. I'm double checking the rules. <laughs> I get the fuck out of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> My bear can't reach you. Oh, yeah, by the way, autocorrector, this guy is not the guy who's actually carrying the gems, just FYI. Uh, anyhow, um. We just, just killed a bunch of random people. This isn't the fucking guy. He just murdered a bunch of random drow. <laughs> No, no, here's the thing. The other six ran off um, before you came, so you... <laughs> it's... Uh, Lots of opportunity <laughs> attacks. No, I, I said he had a bag. I didn't say he Open had up a bag, say, and it's I just a bunch I, of mementos from his loved ones. Dear Charles, I'm so glad you are my father of my other well, seven said, siblings. <laughs> I'm so glad that you decided to take them along with this hiking trip that you had. <laughs> I know our boys are grown, but they will always be our boys. Love an elderly woman. (laughs) So he's going to cast Lepitate and lift himself 20 feet. Oh, yeah. 
six of them. No. Yes. Yeah, six. Yeah, but he can take it, most likely. Yeah, he is. He is open. Uh, the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one. Oh, yeah, Two they eight. all have advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah wait, let, let's just reroll all of them. <laughs> 2d20, keep one. Is, is that how it works? Yes. Okay. Eight, crit, eight, 18, 13, <laughs> one, two, three, four, 23, five. 22. So that's one, two, three, four hits, one of which is a crit. So 10 D4 plus uh, eight. 34 damage. Thank goodness. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Um, uh, He's actually not prone. Wait. He cast Levitate. He took a bunch of opportunity attacks. I think he needs to make five constitution saving throws to not fall back to the ground. He's dead already. Oh, I thought you had one, had one hit point. No, I said he if he only helped two more hit points. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so he lifts himself off the ground and he tries to get away by levitating himself and then the wall pack basically throws himself upon him and he's ripped to shreds and the bag is broken open and all you see is just a couple of papers and that's combat. The dogs begin to run into the deeper into the caves because all I told them to do was kill them all. So that's not good. I wasn't very specific at all. <laughs> they last for an hour. Just hear screaming okay. down the tunnels. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> you, you just hear Nathan. Okay, and he's just adding twenty more yeah, drow to the kitten cat next encounter. It's like, oh, okay, if you want to play it that way. <laughs> so, Nathan, something else that will probably not make you please, Nathan. The wolves. One hour. That's mm-hmm. oh yeah, and they they're only like. The people with the bags are only like 40 feet away. Yeah, true. However, I haven't... Also, yeah. they have a speed of 40 feet, so in theory they ought to be able to catch up. Cause no, here's the thing. Why are you going to hear his dogs dying? Because... Because... Only uh, 40 feet down the tunnel was another 80 drow in each tunnel. You now have about 300 <laughs> drow in this small <laughs> space. So, <laughs> I was going to say, can we just say That's they catch up? Because <laughs> they should... <laughs> I have a so, pan flute if anybody wants to listen to the music is... as we die. <laughs> as Nathan gets its horrible vengeance. Um, so all of them... Wait, what's going to happen is... Actually, shouldn't some of them not have even been able to leave this space in the six seconds? So at least some of them should die? <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> sure. But anyhow, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So what's going to happen, right? Is let me delete this guy. You're going to hear uh, the sound of dogs whimpering, the the wolves whimpering, and you're going to hear them die as they chase the other drow. Oh, and a give me a sec. A spider 
a large spider and two drow are going to basically one of them is actually carrying um the, the spider seems to be carrying the like basically has one of the bags on its back show up's coming <laughs> uh what's the name as the girl from uh the first dark souls Keyleth? Quelleth? The girl who's literally half spider? She. I don't know. I got Sheelath though. Also, do you know that Sheelath apparently has a human form? Quelleg. Quelleg and Quelleg's sister, the fair lady. They're both half spider people. Ah, uh, fantasy. Yeah. Shalob's uh, human form appears in uh, Shadow of War. Uh, from Dark Souls. Except Quelag has her tits out all the time. It really is. Yeah. And let me tell you, game. for a spider, Shalob's it's pretty a good fucking game. hot. Oh, that's right. I never played that. <laughs> Ten out of ten. Yeah, yes, won't go is. anywhere dearer. <laughs> She's got like a... Shalob, ten out of ten. <laughs> so... <laughs> 10 out of 10 would be consumed by again. Let's see what the giant spider can do, shall we? Oh dear. So the spider is going to climb on the ceiling and is going to fire a web at... Uh, technically we end the last combat and I roll a new initiative. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 wait. My dogs were a part of the last combat and they all got ace. I'm just saying, Minrith, I think you have to suffer. Uh, no, I'm fine um, with the spider having like a surprise <laughs> attack or a first hit on me. I just. <laughs> no, it's alright. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll suffer Nathan, with an eight initiative, so... I guess. Hugs the and spiders. kisses. The spider is going to before you do that fire a web. Uh, yes. Can I be the rules asshole that I am for a moment? Yes. What do you want? The spider arrived with the drow, so it wouldn't have enough movement to go to the ceiling. It would just be on the wall, and for one round at least, still attackable by us. Uh, sure. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm so it's on the ground. Ooh, it's me. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It was more of an effect thing, but whatever. So, yeah, Spider's on the ground, boring as shit, but <laughs> Spider's on the ground. It and it's going ball. to... The Spider's on the ground, and it's going to shoot out a web at Morris. Yeah, fair enough. So... I'm not even sure. Uh, disadvantage, I hope, for that range. <laughs> not even sure what this is. So, what's the specifics? Give me a sec. For web? Well, uh, yeah. it wouldn't have advantage anyways, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it so didn't. It, it would take a seven. Okay, yeah. Yeah, miss. That sucks. Okay, so next, Lupix. Uh, Lupix. In his bear form, uh, I th- I'm large. This spider is large. I think I'm gonna charge the spider and and show him who's the real large boy in charge. Boy, oh god, that was intelligent. 
Uh, D20 plus six? Plus five? Plus five. Uh, an 11. Does that hit the spider? For the, for the bite attack. No. And the claws! 21. Hits. Alright, 2D6 plus four. Yeah, uh, 14. As I, like, snap and splash and punch at this frickin' giant record, spider. For the record, bears have plus six. Okay, 14 damage. It does not. Uh, yes, that's a typo that was corrected in Errata. Uh, it says Brown Bear has a plus five. All new printings have to. What? It says it on the uh, SRD. No, but good for you to just know. It's six. Damn. Okay, well, uh, does a 12 hit? Uh, does a 12 hit? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Damn it! <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'm not even mad. Okay, yeah. let's. Get everything finished uh, getting uploaded? Oh, okay. Oh, which I still get mine. It's now safe to yeah. close the tab. Uh, mine we did, can, so I'll yeah, you, you guys, you, you'll have to upload the rest later. Later? How do I pause? No, just close it. We reopen it later and it'll upload. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to continue where we left off. I just realized why that didn't go so well. Um... Because that fight was not balanced correctly, I guess. It's because technically it was a medium fight against people who were equipped in a way... No, actually it wouldn't be that way. Yeah, it's a medium fight. Yeah, so yeah, basically that's what you expect from a medium fight. Anyhow, so let's what get back into... Previous yeah, fights, but you and I hard. need to talk more about balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It, well, the action economy of having eight wolves just run in there and fuck shit up yeah. definite, definitely did not do any help for the yeah, balance. That changes a lot. Yes. No. Correct. No, but the main thing is also like, you uh, had half of them run away. It was like. Anyway, shall I go? Woo. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I will move up to the giant spider. Reckless attack. Try to hit good. Oh, whoops. I should have had advantage. Yeah, whatever. I guess I just didn't reckless attack. Well, no. I said I did, so I should roll it. Okay, no great. So does the 16 hit? That's the one that mattered. Hey. Uh-oh. Give me a sec, I need to modify something. <laughs> Use the wrong ones. Okay, good. Okay, so who do you attack? Spider. Does a 16 hit? Okay. Yes, it uh, does. Alright, so that is 33 damage to the giant spider. And here's what happens. Right, row. So, the spider is going to fall over and morph, and it's going to change its shape. It was a druid the whole time. And then it's going to summon eight wolves. <laughs> <laughs> no, eight spiders. All right. Interesting. What the fuck is that? So it turned into a drow, or what is that? It's a drow arcanomancer. 
Well, still my turn. Why I shouldn't reaction thing? No, not at all. Wait, did you say Arachnomancer? Fuck. Yes. Oh, I thought you said Arcanomancer. That's what he said, but oh, sorry, I know I, my I draft pronunciation. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Well, Minrith, you know your drow. What does that mean? Bad things. <laughs> Not good. Oh, Lupus turns I, around, uh, looks still eighty feet back towards Minrith. Oh, as a bear. Remember, <laughs> goes, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It rolled a twenty on its initiative when it only had thirteen before. No, no, uh, no. It was a ten. No, it was thirteen. Yes, it was thirteen. Yeah, it was thirteen. And okay. I believe the uh, two, uh, what you call it, had ten. Her two boys. Yeah, I think the two little boys had ten. Two boys. All right. So the two little elite little boys. The giant spider. He thinks so he killed it at first. What? So it is still Boris's turn. What? Can you hear me now? Okay. Do you internet? Audible now. Couldn't hear anything. All right. Morris. Remy. Couldn't hear anything. Couldn't hear anything. He's telling you to start from the Morris chopped into the giant spider. Thinks he killed it. So his second attack, he'll target that other drown up to the right. Well, shit. I'm sure that will miss. Eleven. All right. That ends his turn. It messes. Well, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen. I'm granting advantage right In now. In retaliation, it's going to roll a short sword attack. Eighteen. I used reckless attack, so granting advantage. <laughs> That'll do. Seven. Three piercing. Oh, nineteen to hit. So wait, what? Oh yeah, the oh I see seven piercing. Okay, and the other drow is going to attack Lupix <gasps> for short sword twenty two will <laughs> full damage. All right, so he has thirty on his uh, on his bear form. I'm gonna write that down. There, turn. <laughs> Hell yeah, boys. You're fucking ready for this shit. Minrith sees. Actually, you probably can't because Big Bear in way. Can't see Arachnid person. (laughs) You know it's bad. So (laughs) I'm going to shoot the drow. Actually, first Hunter's Mark on the drow. Minor action. Then I will shoot the drow. And I will do a... Longbow attack. Does a 23 hit? To a drop. Yes, the one to the left of the Arachnomancer. <laughs> y- yes, yes. A 23 yes, does miss the Arachnomancer, though. Uh, so. <laughs> so that's 12 damage to him. Okay. And then I'm going to use Hordebreaker for Arachnomancer. Deplete one of my arrows, throw another longbow attack. Does a 21 hit the Arachnomancer? 
Give me a second. I need to Oh, no. Run! Five damage to the Arachnid Mancer. Five. And then I am going to attack the Drow again. It's your boy. And another longbow attack. That's a nat 20. So that is 10 plus. This guy? Yeah. So that's 11 damage to him. That guy? Okay. He's dead. It, uh, the arrow flies and strikes him in the neck, and then killing him. My hunter's mark will move to the Arachnomancer. Lupix. Oh. <coughs> it's Lupix's turn. Run to the other oh, sorry. side. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just checking. Yeah, Lupix is going to run around to the other side and point at the Arachnomancer, like, is this bad? And then try to slap it. Well, he's going to try to bite the top of its bulbous head first. It's not. It, it looks like a normal drought. It's just a. It don't woman. have a bulbous head. He's under the impression that it is bulb- that she is bulbous. I critically okay. fail. Wait, I have advantage, right? Yes, of, sir. Because of yes. uh, Oh, thank God. Twelve. Does a twelve hit? Yeah. Yes, you slap her. <gasps> really? Wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, wait, that doesn't seem right. Does a twenty-three hit? Yeah. This is for the slap. Uh, yes. The spicy slap. 2d6 plus 4. 12 damage. Okay. I slap the top Uh, of her head. You know she can actually do that, right? Bulbous as it is. Mm. Lupix has decided she has a bulbous skull. (laughs) Okay. It's her turn. Technically, too many buttons. She's going to summon eight spiders. <laughs> Eighteen spiders. Oh, yeah. She can do that. Spider. No. I'm not going to. <laughs> I can't stand rolling so much. Yeah, seriously, there's some scary spiders it's in so the manual. Yeah, for a, a CR2 thing, for one CR2 creature. Let me see. <laughs> She summons uh, Super Spider. Oh, okay, I got a good one. Okay, so what what she's going to do is she's going to. Oh God, I uh, no, this was a bad idea. She summons Hello. Show Up in woman form. <laughs> Minrith stops fighting. Yay! She's going to. <laughs> Everyone just applauds you know for a couple minutes. <laughs> She's going to use poisonous touch on Morris. No, wait, no. Lupix, <laughs> Lupix. No, okay. Why me? You just. Because I'm a bear in the head. <laughs> you make an excellent point, but that doesn't mean anything. Give me a sec. I need to show it. So. Yikes! I have three hit points as a bear. And multi attack, so. <laughs> 40, 12. Ouch. All right, so that uh, dealt uh, 57 damage in total. Uh, okay, so that's 27 damage to actual Lupix. Yikes. Uh, he is at seven hit points. <laughs> 
but he is alive. Um, okay, and what she's going to say is meddled not in what? Thy hellish rebuke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 14 damage. Uh, with, with a dexterity saving throw. Metal knot! Ah! Oh, fire! <laughs> I was in the middle of fucking giving my speech! <laughs> you little shit! She's almost definitely gonna pass that dex. Seven damage. Seven damage. Well, she was gonna try and talk, but not anymore. Yikes. Because some fucking idiot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Seven she passed her deck save. My DC is 11 because it's from... 13? Yeah. My DC is 11 because it's from oh, Charisma, okay, because yeah. it's from my Infernal Legacy. And I have a zero in Charisma. Got it. Big spicy zero. I think Morris is more charismatic than you. Well, I believe it. <laughs> That's not true. I have a negative one. That is actually oh, incorrect. Right. This is going to be a painful day. Hey. Yeah, we're going to die. Yeah, you're going to die. Quick question. Is she wearing any metal? Are... No. Damn it. Well, <laughs> if you guys die. Wait, aren't they usually studied, studded leather? I don't know if that's enough. Studded leather. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That, that would be studded leather. So. Just know with good hearts that yeah. if the two of you die, Minrith will escape. <laughs> I respect that and <laughs> understand. Fine. I accept that. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with you, sir. <laughs> She's gonna pity you for full hearted fools, and yeah, that's her turn, anyways. Oh. So, right? Yeah, she touched you. Thanks, okay. She gave you the good touch. She gave me the bad touch. <laughs> bad touch. <laughs> she gave me the 57 hit point drain touch. Yeah. Oh, wait All a right. second. Don't so, I have... Oh, wait, what? never mind. I'm sorry. I was getting mixed up with uh, with Warlock. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Uh, Morse is going to target that other drow first and try to smack him a good one. Oh! Great. Shit, I should have used that on her. Uh, dead? 28 yes. damage. Uh, 38 damage. Yes, he is. All right, good. Uh, now he will target the Arachnomancer. Uh, because you killed one, I will you... get one more attack. Cool. Yep. That's why I targeted the other guy first. How much damage? Uh, 24. And 24. Again, Very nice. Does a 15 hit? Just about. Almost. Just about yes or just about no? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So that's another 30. And now we can okay, so, <laughs> And now we Well, suck. we got Minerith and Lupix up next. <laughs> have we bloody her with all that? I have a feeling she has like 600 hit points. Well, that's a typical day for Lupix, so, so she's fine. taking what sixty-ish at this point. Is is she even bloodied? More, <laughs> more. Well, shit! I dropped my water bottle with <laughs> that. Yikes! So she now has my hunter's mark. 
She has her my hunter's mark on her, and I will roll sharpshooter with advantage. Does a twenty-four hit? Does a twenty-four <laughs> yes, hit? He crosses fingers, prays. Alright, and then I'm gonna roll Frick which is three, so that's twenty-one damage. And then I'm going to shoot her again with sharpshooter. Does a thirteen hit? That's not. Alright. Sad. I see how it is picking on me because I'm an archer. <laughs> how much damage did you do in total? 18. 18? I did oh, 21. Yeah. Fuck you, Alexa. <laughs> I wasn't asking you, Alexa. Okay, so six. <laughs> he's looking at okay. her 400 hit points and he's like, uh-huh, you're getting close, boys. Uh, yeah, doing good. Did, did a good job. Lupix. Lupix is going to heat metal on okay. the, the drow lady. Because he doesn't know she's an arachnomancer. He just knows that he's dying. Uh... All right, so that take she takes a two d eight fire damage, uh, thirteen mm-hmm. fire damage. Okay, and um, she has disadvantage on all of her attack rolls and mobility checks. She's bloody. Hey, and I'm also gonna turn into a bear. Hey, I'm also turning into a bear. Okay. <laughs> you can do that again. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, let's see. Double check stuff. Okay. Therefore, Lupix looks drained. Just oh. What she's going to do is she's going to. She's going to cast Vampiric Touch. Oh. That's a good move. Fuck. <laughs> I can't seem to find a spell on this thing. Give me a sec. Who on, first of all? <laughs> Good question. Uh, you. Me. Morris. She has disadvantage. <laughs> because you asked you. <laughs> she has disadvantage, <laughs> Morris. It's okay. She can only kill you. That's a plus 15 to attack. And she might be able to kill you after death as well. I'm not certain. <laughs> this spell isn't quite working. Give me a sec. I need to fix this. You can just roll a d20 and then we'll we'll know if it hits or not, if it matters. <laughs> yeah, I just need to figure out what, what, what its stats are because I've been using macros this entire time. <laughs> okay, plus eight. Disadvantage. Her tits are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the 17. <laughs> I tried. Fair enough. The 17 does hit by one. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I activate my super arm. She regains all of her hit <laughs> I think points. She regains like 3d8 hit points. Is that it? Is that how vampiric touch works? 3d6. Mm, okay. Uh. Whatever the damage, she heals half the damage. Bro, Lupix, you should learn that spell. <laughs> what? Wow. So she gets what? one hit point. No way. That's three hit points. 
one and That's one insane. and one for a total, for a total of, of one three. hit point received. This is a bad day for everyone involved. Everyone. That's insane. Uh, uh, Every, is having a everyone good collectively shits herself when she touches <laughs> poor, poor Morris's <laughs> chest. You see his life essence flow away, but it's like a droplet. <laughs> and wait, isn't that only one damage to Morris? Mm, no, it's three damage. No. It's necrotic. I do not take half damage on magic, only okay. piercing, slashing, bludgeoning. Okay. I, that's only for bear totem barbarians mm-hmm. that all get all. except psychic? I think it's all except psychic. Yes. Yay! Wow. So that's her turn. Everybody, hold your sphincters closed. It's closed. <laughs> okay. My turn? So, wow. That's her turn. Yes. <laughs> My turn. Uh, 13 will probably miss. Second attack. 25. That's almost a crit. So that's uh, 23 damage and con saving throw for concentration on vampiric touch. Uh, DC 11 with that amount of damage. Constitution saving throw. Alright, so still has vampiric touch available. Still a little rude, Drow Arcana. So how much damage? Just throwing that how much damage? Uh, 23. 23. 20. would be... Okay. Minrith. Hey, guys. Minrith's <laughs> turn. Y'all look okay over there. Having a good time. <laughs> I've looked better, but I've also looked a lot worse. I'll give you that. Hey, this is going far better than it ought to. <laughs> Sharpshooter with advantage. Does a 19 hit? Does. So 16 plus 2, 18 damage. And I'm going to horde breaker, <laughs> shoot Lupix in the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a the long con. Really want that fucker dead. <laughs> okay. Second attack. Hits. 20. 19 plus. So she needs a DC 10 constitution save and a DC 11 constitution save. Unless Unless she's dead. She's not dead. A man can dream. I just did like 40 damage. (laughs) So two constitutions. Yep. A plus seven? Okay, well, that's why she has 6,000 hit points. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, That just saves. <laughs> okay. All right, my turn. Yes. Bonus action. Does heat metal give any bonus or penalty on the 2D games? fire? It doesn't. Okay. Uh, it's attack rolls and ability checks, not saving throws. Thank you. Uh, she takes that additional 2D8 fire. Uh, five additional fire damage. Constitution saving throw. Okay. DC 10. Stop touching our boy. <laughs> Get rid of that vampiric touch. You know she's just going to re-summon vampiric touch after all this? If we can just run Such her out shit. of spell slots, that's a good thing. Hmm. Ah, she's fine. Dang it. She needs to roll like a two. All right, for my no, bite. It's DC 10, so it's just by the point. Right. 
Uh, and oh, wait, wait, wait. okay, and claw seventeen damage. Two d six plus five. Oh, hit. That's seventeen that's for hitting. is four hit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it plus five or plus four damage? I think it's plus yeah. four. Four for you. Twelve damage? You kill him. <laughs> the paw lifts up. The claw lifts up after she's been beaten and battered by Lupix and Morris. And it hits her right in the back of the head and she collapses to the floor in a bloody heap. Excuse me, but I think you did less damage than Morris and Midriff. You don't include Cinder in that. I thought I told you. I thought I said your name. Did I not? And also Midriff said Morris. Can I go over some math to know just how lucky we were with her? Uh, Uh, Yeah, is a sixteenth level spellcaster. Go on. Twenty-five d eight hit dice. Okay. Seems pretty easy so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we got really Seems lucky. Right. That could have been very, very bad. Her poisonous touch it was, it was definitely easy. Schmeezy. Six plus four d twelve poison damage. Multi attack. I like the idea that Nathan is just taking the big bad out of the folder and just putting it right into a shredder. Just like son of a bitch. I mean, Lupix did nearly die. Like, if he got poisonous touched again, he would have died. Like, definitely. died, died. Almost definitely. It does. It did, like, what, 30 hit points of damage? I wouldn't be dead dead, but I'd be almost dead dead. He has a multi-attack on his poisonous touch. You would have been dead dead. Yeah, we lucked out in that hard. We did. That, that three damage vampiric yes. touch... Was yes, a godsend for me not dropping and her not healing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Minerth loots yep. everything. Minerth loots everything. So among uh, the bodies, you find a bag, and this bag contains, let's say, about mm-hmm. a thousand. Lupix is going to try to sniff the drow that ran away. Okay, roll, I guess. All right. It has advantage on this perception check because I am a motherfucking bear. Is this perception or is this survival? So it's tracking, right? Uh, Swings out of the way, you just choose one. They're the same. 24, actually, advantage. 24. You realize something. Um, It appears like these, uh, these tunnels, right? Mm-hmm. have been used a lot by the drow recently and the you you think that the other drow is somewhere ahead they're somewhere hiding like like close no some ways are oh, running okay, away okay. like i can i can tell that they were sprinting and they've been sprinting for a while basically yeah i try to mimic that information using bear What's that grunts boy? the drow are far oh. away and moving He's gonna pantomime running in place. <laughs> Can we roll to see how good his bear charades are? Sure. Puts out a performance. <laughs> yes. Fifteen. I'm pretty good at bear charades. 
Okay, you can make out that the draw is somewhere ahead, but that's as much as you can figure you out from what he's... just jogging in place. <laughs> so... Uh, we've looted everything? Yes. So, you said a thousand gold. Was that an actual gold, or was that shards? Shards. Alright. Anything else of significance mm. amongst them? Well, about that... What did Arachnid Lady have? 16 levels of spellcaster <laughs> under her belt. That she did. <laughs> Until she died. I don't, I mean, it's crazy, man. But, like, the, so far the hardest thing that you fought is, like, penetrating, like, five. Five or something. Yeah. Right? yeah it's fucking 13. It's crazy. Wait, what was the thing we fought? The hardest thing we fought was a fire elemental oh. uh, CR5, and it wrecked us. Oh, is it because it has uh, and, resistance to like 9,000 different types of damage? Or is it just because it no, got lucky? it was just because it was automatic fire damage. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and here's the funny thing. It's like, this lady right here is like, I'm a CR13, and it's like... And ironically, on today's R&R that we recorded, I went on a rant of how CR is not indicative. Yep. No, it's not. To be honest, then again, if she she was more prepared and wasn't just going down that way to check on whether the shipment was coming in correctly, that probably wouldn't have happened. I think we've just murdered a drowned noble woman and we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Bubble. We should probably hide her corpse, or I could eat it. Gross. Uh, I mean, <laughs> at least the head might not be the worst idea to make it hard to identify. <laughs> Lupix does that thing that you see bears doing, like on a beach ball, where they kind of hop on it. But she, he does that on her skull and just crushes it. <laughs> just crushes it. Okay. Does and then it reminds him of Sarah, and a single tear runs down his bare head. You monster. <laughs> this was somebody else's, Sarah, he thinks. So, should we do more to make her unrecognizable? Kind of looks at the pulpy mass of not, not very distinguishable face. And the fact that like her her armor is still like melting through her her body. Oh yeah, like it's All it's right. not gonna be good. <laughs> I forgot the heat metal. Yeesh. Yeah. So her clothes are all burned to not being rains. Just to make sure she doesn't have anything else distinctive on her. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we can like take if if she had any like necklaces or. Like jewelry that would distinguish her from any other dead woman in the middle of the caves. Nathan, does she? Um, let's say she would. Uh, it's a sort of necklace thing that is a made of a dark blackish metal that has a mouth sheen to it, and it's in the shape of a flower of some sort. That's some girly shit, bro. <laughs> She she was a girl, it turns yeah. out. So I believe it. All right, uh, Meredith is gonna walk over and kind of just like pat Lupix and Morris on shoulder and bare shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can slap my haunch if you say, want. I'm just you know, you know. <laughs> I respect it. 
the two of you look worse for wear. We don't have to carry on. Eh, that actually wasn't nearly as bad as I was expecting. And when you say that, you hear a screech come down from where you... God damn it. If you went for it. And that's where we leave off. Another Menor fucking starts clip. backing up real slow. Real slowly. <laughs> oh, just yeah, to know yeah. who's taking the flowery, weird metal necklace thing. Not looping, because I don't have pockets right now. Fair. I guess Morris <laughs> will pocket it. Well, is it magic? Is it no? Okay. Well, no well, that's <laughs> just lovely. Crit. Wow, crit. a crit. With my negative two. Okay. <laughs> crit. Yeah, so high, but damn. But, but you think you feel like a uh, certain darkness to it? Well, shit. <laughs> a curse I'm pretty sure necklace. magic on this thing. So since I did that, I'll make sure to not touch it with bare hands. And the bare hands. Sure <laughs> doesn't touch it with his bare hands. And just wrap it up in some scrap cloth, I suppose, and put it away. Okay. So now what? I point okay. in the direction of the screaming. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Shall we? Fuck it. Turn them in, Riz. If you two are good to go, I cough up blood. Let's and then I give him a bare thumbs up. Rest. <laughs> Take some time next to all these corpses. And <laughs> but yeah, by the way, um, I would say that the screaming sounds distinctly like what a drywood sound since you seem to have experience in how far away is it? Like, is it to our south or to our north? Like, um, to your okay, north, okay, so it's in the direction of where the other drow ran away. Mm-hmm. I Lupix, after just murdering some drow, is concerned with the safety of the other, other drow. drow. Uh, so he'll lumber <laughs> over there in his little bear form. You have no health! <laughs> lumber, lumber, lumber. How much health do you have? Find me! <laughs> I have 30. I, I'm so healthy in this bear form. As a human, I have like seven. Can Morris ride bareback? You can bareback? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Come here, buddy. I, I slapped my back. Morris hops on. Minrith goes in front we of walk Mor- out no, into no, no, the no. sunset. Minrith <laughs> walks in front of Lupix and Morris, holds his hands up, and just says, Wait, stay here, rest up. I will go ahead and inspect or just do a little surveillance ahead in the tunnels, and then I will come back and get you two, and we'll decide if we want to carry on forward or not. Lupix slowly sits down. All right, Morris hops off. You hear... Okay, can someone roll me perception? Yes. Hey, twinsies! All right, same rolls. (laughs) You hear... The sound of something 
dragging a body. That's not good. And then toss and um, lifting it up somehow. And you hear the body drop onto the ground and you hear it move about. That's all you hear. That's cool. I wave at Menrith. I wave at Menrith to go forward. <laughs> like, come on, Menrith. Little, little look of hesitation. <laughs> he does that uh, the the hand gesture to move forward, with, like the 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 back of the palm pushing out. Like, go go. Menrith is gonna flip up his hood and slowly move forward. Oh, there's a new map. Oh, there's a new map, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rut row. <sighs> All right. New map, everybody. New map. <laughs> I, I think that might like be a speech for our druid. Uh-huh. Emulative Scooby speech. I like it. Thank you. Just get talk with animals. <laughs> Go go back to Syl. Get a talk with animals amulet. Yeah, but we can name it more fun than that. Pay him like 1,500 gold just to fucking make it. I'm not pleased with his prices. Okay. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like it. It's bad. Don't say he it anymore. He does sound very happy, which isn't good for us. Especially since we've been fucking him. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, finally, I get to do this. Okay. And as you walk in, <laughs> oh, yes! oh, hey, uh, you notice something. Hold up. Stealth check. Stealth you check. You notice a creature. Stealth check. Go ahead, go ahead. With advantage. Stealth. Oh my god. Nice. Oh my god. So what? What you got? Roll me a perception, shall we? Perception with disadvantage. Crit twenty four. And you're gonna see some copy my rolls, Lupix. (laughs) I can't help it. You see it, and it's a creature. Its face like that of an octopus. Fuck you. With its tentacles coming oh, out. Dear. Then you notice that its skin, it's white in color. <laughs> and it's wearing a sort of cloak, a dark cloak. And it's standing there holding the dead body of a drow after consuming it. And it's an Alhoon. And that's it for today. <laughs> we Lupix waves. Please keep this next sentence in the episode. Fuck you. Thanks for listening to episode eight of Riffwake. Please give us five stars on iTunes. Also support our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, only access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast and even a shout-out on the show. Find us on social media, on Twitter, at Riffwake Podcast, on Facebook, at Riffwake, and on the subreddit, on the subreddit, r slash Riffwake Podcast. And now, send us an email at RiffwakePodcast at gmail.com. Bye! Thank you. Bye! And fuck you, Nathan.